The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, this week's episode of Horrible Decisions is brought to you by Adam and Eve. For a limited time only, you can get 50% off just about any one item. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. We all like mystery gifts. I know I do. I like any gift, for real, for real. And to top it all off, they're even going to throw in free shipping on your entire order. So go to adamandeve.com and use code WD50 at checkout. That is WD50. That is WD, the number five and the number zero at adamandeve.com. Don't forget to use our code and let's get on with the show. Oh, hi. Hey. Welcome to Horrible Decisions. You beat me to the goddamn mic. I could do it sometimes. All right. (laughs) Welcome to Horrible Decisions. My name is Wheezy. And it's your girl Mandy, a.k.a. that bitch. That's all I'm going to say for now. (laughs) Because y'all motherfuckers, we're actually going to talk about it for the kink of the week. I'm so sick of, like, even when I posted the guy that everyone apparently just keeps bringing up, everyone is assuming that now every guy I deal with, I peg. And I'm like, what? but that's not the case. I mean, it's technically your own fault. I, but, I mean, I like to do it. I'm into it. So, for the kink of the week, it's going to be very interesting how we're going to talk about that. Oh, I want hey to do a little preface. Um, I'm sure you know from the title what we're going to talk about in this episode. And I want to apologize for the previous episode we had. We brought someone on that had HIV and... Honestly, I think that um, I can only speak for myself. Sometimes I don't really consider the reach of our podcast and like how wrong Google can be. And I know how dumb that is now. So the two ladies that are sitting in front of us um, are, you know, came with a bunch of papers and it makes me Look. feel like, wow, we <laughs> like, really fucked up. We just be no, Googling shit no, on this podcast. No, 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 no. We, I think we expected him to have a lot of answers. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, and, and that was the thing, too. So for him, he was born with right, HIV. Right. So I feel like that it also delved into kind of a different experience from someone who may have lived, I don't want to say a normal life, but mm-hmm. maybe a, a life without the disease and then right. and then became infected. And then later became infected. In so, so, so like, he just knew how to, I guess, take care of it, right? He's like, I take this pill and I'm okay. And He's I'm like, okay. my mama had it, like, you know. It's so right. a normal, it, it was, right. it was definitely a different and it's, experience. And it's good that it's normalized because, you know, it is something that 
is normal. You know, like you, if you are infected with HIV, you can live a normal life. Um, but like, you know, him not knowing the more clinical sides to things. I right. Think, well, I, know, and I think that that was even my interest in interviewing him um, because I didn't with a sex positive podcast like I didn't want to you know maybe have so much of an episode where it's like yeah if you have sex you're going to catch HIV and die and then AIDS and whatever like Mm -hmm. so I didn't even want to have that kind of relationship. So anyways, we're sitting here talking. Guys, we are joined today with two special guests. Um, We have Janelle and Omoteo. Omotayo. Boom, Omotayo. <laughs> Damn, I was like, bitch, I got this. Um, we gonna call her Omo, but we got Omo and Janelle. Are you, hold uh, on, Omo, are you homo? Uh, yeah, I That's mean, fun. Omo, are you homo? Homo is. Really? Because she was talking about a girl. I here. was talking hey. queer. queer. Uh, Yo, that would be too. my fucking Twitter name. Straight Omo, up. Are you homo? Homo? That is I never dope. I never thought about that. You can find me on, on Twitter. Prez Momo Baloney. Yeah, no, nah, you gotta Momo do Momo or you Homo. You gotta, you gotta, we gotta change your name, girl. Um, and so, I guess, go ahead and introduce yourselves to our audience. Okay, I'm Janelle, a.k.a. Uh, one half of the Nigerian Nightmares. Yes, that's also Nigerian what we call each other. <laughs> like, and that's, that's, what everyone, podcast, that's what everyone knows each other as, well, that's what everyone knows us at, um, as is at work. So. Okay, were you got, were you born in Nigeria? Or? No, I'm okay. well, I'm a African. She's she's full Nigerian. But <laughs> you're a African. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, I'm 25 percent now that I spit in that tube, and I claim oh. Nigeria everywhere now. I'm like, just such you. Know, I've never been there, but I am. Oh, okay. You're a boss. Yeah, I've been there. It was it was interesting. I heard that you were I like, know, girl, you were. <laughs> yes, I um. So like, I, I stayed um like partying on Victoria Island, stayed oh, in, wow. in Lucky Chevy, um, and yeah, it was an interesting experience. None. I'll say the least. I mean, I'm hoping that maybe over the years they do maybe allow more people to experience it. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's one of those countries where you do have to be invited. So yeah. because I travel so much, I wanted some sort of tourist feel or maybe mm-hmm. to see if we can go, like, let's do a tour. Bitch, no. They ain't got yeah, any tours in Nigeria. Right. Like, like, everyone says go to Ghana first or go to South Africa. Yeah. And then Yeah, so I did, I did so. South Nigeria Africa is somewhere before. you have to go if you, like, know someone that has family. Like, I really right. want to go with my friends and have, like, a crazy Lagos, like, turn-up experience. Um, but I'm only going to be able to do that because, you know, I have family that Because you have family yeah. that live yeah. there. So, yeah. So, I'm excited. Um, what do you guys do? I guess, go ahead and let our let our audience know what you guys do and why y'all are here okay so um we're both we both work for the ryan health network um i work at the lower east side location and yes (laughs) where is it yes we're on um it's in alphabet city we're on east third in between avenue c and d and um our titles like we're sexual health educators so we do hiv testing in like at the center and also in the community like there's a huge mobile van that i have to drive in the summer like so we can test on the van so the ones that are just like parked on the street and you yes. can walk in and get so, tested? Yeah, we'll okay. go to um, West 4th or um, where else? Tompkins Square Park. Have you ever been tested in a yeah, mobile van? Yeah, I have. Um, so they like, used to also bring yeah. them to our school. Yeah, um, wow. yeah. I'm from Florida. I, and I remember that in Orlando. donating, but not testing, really. No, they've yeah. done, well, I mean, our I also... van goes to, like, Queen's College. Yeah, they. Yeah. I know they go so to Queen's. Yeah, yeah, I... But. So also at Lehman mm-hmm. as well, yeah. I did, um, I did it at a music festival once. Like, so, funny story. When I did it, the friends that I were with, like, bitch... 
if you have it, it's like, gonna ruin your whole. Are we gonna right. still stay here? Right. We tried to get us to go to Afropunk. Right. We were like, trying to finesse just so we could already be in Afropunk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, we trying to make it work. Right. Us, yeah, let me but... tell you, when I did it, right. So like, I'm waiting for the results for like ten minutes, and the guy next to me keeps talking like, "Yeah, so you're from Florida? That's great." Like, where? I'm like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like that twenty minutes is like it could be really yeah, bad. It's scary. It's like you literally yeah. sit there and think of all types of like I think interactions of all the with people that you and had. everyone's yeah. always asking how do you read the test and yeah, you know, I'm and like looking like, to I'm see and there are lines and I'm like I'm not telling you how to read the test because I don't want you to like yeah. freak out it's bad and yeah. then when I got off the bus and was mm-hmm. like confirmed to not have HIV I carried that paper around and was like fucking raping hey, right what's up you got yours right I always see people taking pictures of their results after like sending them to their face social media that's what you do putting it on Instagram you know on Instagram I'm cleaning I mean, yeah, because we right. give letters because it's like yeah. you need to ask your partner for receipts because right. anyone could just say like, oh, I'm I want to talk about um, I want to make sure you remind remind me for later, like the conversation when you do have it and you're in a mobile van. Oh, like, that'll be oh, like, how do you, oh, how do you take someone aside? You got to wait, girl. Just I know. I said I want everybody to I'm remember that question. Ass, I like okay. that question. That's a good one. So we're going to go ahead and start off kind of like how we did our episode um, with the individual who did have HIV. Mm-hmm. And, and this was, oh, my God, what, episode 26? It was a, it was a while back. Yeah. Um, it was in the in the short beginning of Horrible Decisions. So I wanted to maybe start off, this would be our icebreaker for this Mm -hmm. episode. I wanted to kind of debunk some of the myths Mm -hmm. associated with HIV. And one that I find to be probably the most interesting, which is why I always think I could catch it. I used to think, damn, I swallow cum. Yeah. So I can yes, take this and catch it one. if I swallow it. No. And then apparently you can't catch it. So what he said right. what he said was correct that like um that your stomach acids and the enzymes in there do like get get rid of the virus. So it's hard to you're not gonna get it once it's in your digestive system. But okay. it is true that like if you have a cut in your mouth and you swallow semen, there is a, a possible chance that you can. Okay. But like you said on the show, like it's like really rare, like one in one in 10,000. So, I mean, there's a poss- there's a chance, but it's not like super likely. Okay, um, so that's, yeah. that's good to know. It's not yeah, considered I'll- high risk. And I hate... Um, talking about different types of sex in terms of risk because I think that right. that kind of adds a stigma to certain types of sex. You know, like, you know, a lot of people, it's easy to get HIV through um, anal sex. Because and so people, there's anal tears. Right, the tears. Right. And, tearing. and so that's why a lot Lube. of people associate right. it with gay. Gay. Right. And, which, which and associate We are HIV. having a lot of us women, I mean, we the only like the tip, but it's still anal sex. Right. Um, it's not that I like, I would love more dick, I just can't. Even with a lot of lube, <laughs> dude, I'm like, it's, it's a. You try the you different. You walk loops. around with fucking a tail out your ass, don't you? But they're tiny. Oh, those are the, cute. The, the little, butt, little plugs. butt plugs with those hair like a Here's the thing. horse. When they're slimmer, I can take it. But yeah. When, with the girth of like a real dick, I can't. Right. I could do the plugs. I could do the little things. You can do so the toys. Maybe a smaller dick, nigga. But like a skinny pencil dick, nigga. Not a pencil dick. I mean, Wait, your butt plugs you be pencil dick, nigga. Like, they, be, like, they look like a, a lot like easier. A slim, right. slim vibrator. They really do. Oh, you don't do those little ones. Yeah, like the ones that start is like a triangle and get wider. I can't believe. Yeah. Okay. I can't oh, believe cute. you bought Angela butt plugs for her birthday. Why would I? I <laughs> that's so on brand. <laughs> I mean, it Michelle is. Hope got her a vibrator. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I guess I'm. Doesn't just she talk about that on her show? I'm from horrible decisions. You have a podcast called Lip Service. I can't get you butt plugs. I bought her a Sephora <laughs> gift card. 
Well, that was classy. I mean, yeah. I thought you were classy with a bitch wearing makeup. Some of those beauty blenders look like butt plugs. They do. A lot of the beauty blenders look like butt plugs. They fucking do. I love the shape of the beauty blender. And every time I look at it, because I have a lot of cute ones, my friend sends them to me. And I'm like, cute butt plugs. You're like, I can't. And I just just take the dick. What, you want an ugly butt plug? I don't be butt plugging unless it's with a dick. Well, then they don't plug my dick. You know I'm into the toys, Shut up. <laughs> yeah, you be into the toys. So another one of the myths that I wanted to talk about, especially coming from Florida and us having a whole bunch of goddamn bugs, mm-hmm. um, I did at one point used to think that if a mosquito mm-hmm. bit someone with HIV and then came and bit me not shortly long after, then maybe there could be some sort of transmission of the virus that way. Right. That is also no. a myth, correct? Yes. That's a myth. That's not true. Not true. Okay. Um, because HIV needs to, it's a host cell to live in to survive. So like, it, it can only survive in CD4 cells, which okay. are like the human cells. So like, you know, even if a mosquito bites you, even if it, if they get so it, they're somebody. So animals HIV. can't contract they can't get HIV. So, like, there are different types of immunodeficiency viruses that other animals can get. Like, there's SIV, FIV, which is feline. Cats Rabies can get... and shit. Yeah. Like, also, you know, animals could get STIs. Like, right. I don't know why. Like, last week, I decided to Google that, but... Wait. Wait, there's sexually too. transmitted diseases for animals? We yeah. should have brought that yeah. up on the ev- evolution episode. Bitch, we didn't know what the fuck we'd be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like, we might look that up. Right. So, I would say, I want to ask both of you, what is one of the myths that you hear the most often and what is the answer to it like what is what is one of the things that you hear the most regarding HIV um right off the top um there's a shelter across the street from our health center a women's shelter and um so obviously it's a lot of women living in in a general space and then a lot of them are worried that um if someone has period blood on the toilet and they sit on it are they going to get HIV I don't know like I've heard oh. that a lot Oh, um, okay. But that's false. Like, you're not going to be able to contract from that way because also by that point, it's it's airborne. Yeah. So it's okay. hit the air and, like, it, oh, it like dies. Oh, like, and, like, getting pregnant? Right. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like they, they're basically saying, like, you can't because, get pregnant. Oh, right, because yeah. HIV, in order for it to survive, it needs to be inside of a cell. Which is the so. same, like, when girls, like... The turkey baster thing is a is a myth, right? Like you can't turkey baster. You can turkey baste, but I'm saying yeah, you gotta be straight. Turkey basting is a total fucking thing that people do once they collect the sperm, right? And you can do it with your partner if you're lesbian or whatever. What I'm talking about is men thinking like you throw your fucking condom in the trash can and like a girl's gonna like save it and try to get herself pregnant later and shit. So that's what I was referring to was them turkey basting out of the condom. I mean. If it's already technically time sensitive, it's very tight. If you get the condom as soon as the nigga put it into the trash, and you freeze that, so so I guess that's where I would have that same question with HIV. Is there a time frame? If you're telling me there's a time frame with sperm, and I'm thinking it's the same airborne rules, is there a time frame where technically you could? By the period blood, if you sat on the seed and you had an open sore, like I know there's a whole lot that goes into right. it. Right, like it can just touch you on your skin, and then now you right. Have you it. need to have an open an sore on your butt or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's just side. so many okay. factors. That's just not something that I would be concerned about. Okay, and then what's one of the myths that you hear the most? Ooh, I mean, I think I don't think I hear like a lot of myths about HIV itself. Besides, you know the 
regular is like, oh, you can get it from kissing or saliva or whatever, which is false. You can't get it that way. But I think one of the biggest myths that I encounter when I test people is that, you know, I always ask, oh, like, um, do you want to get an HIV test today? And a woman, you know, in her 50s will be like, oh, no, baby, I don't need one of those. And I'm like, why do you think that you need one? And she's like, oh, well, you know, I've been married for such and such so many years. And it's like the number of patients that I have who are women who have got infected by their partners um, who, you know, didn't know that they'd been infected for years because, you know, they never thought to get tested. It's like, Uh. you, you know, you... You don't know, and every it's everyone's responsibility to be getting tested regularly, at least once right. a year, regardless I was say, of what's whether regular for being tested. Right. So, um, if you're in a monogamous relationship, try like you need to at least go once a and year. And truly but... monogamous, because you know, right. sometimes you're monogamous. <laughs> there one... we go. We yeah, might be word. one way monogamous, but you don't know what your partner's doing. Right. But um, ideally, just um, like definitely go once a year, and then if you can, go twice a year, and then if you have multiple partners, try to go every three months. Damn. Yeah, you, go you could be months. years without like getting tested and not mm-hmm. knowing you have it. Like, I guess where I'm kind of confused is like, you know, we assume the second you get it and you find out you have it, you got to jump on this and take care of it. I mean, yeah. How, because... how could it be years? Like, how does it live in your body? What kind of effects does it have while you're not getting treated for years? So, I mean, okay. So in the first two weeks, uh, so like the first 10 to 14 days after you've been infected with HIV, so the virus enters your body. A lot of people experience symptoms of what's known as acute HIV. So that's the time when the HIV... Acute, yeah. Acute, like acute acute triangle. (laughs) Right. So the HIV virus is multiplying, dividing in your body, um, and you're starting to have a lot of, like, immunological symptoms. So, like, you know, you might have inflammation, and a lot of people describe these symptoms as, like, flu-like. So, you know, you're going to, you know, the symptoms of the flu. You don't tell me. But it's persistent. Persistent. Right. And we in the wintertime, a bitch got sinuses. Now every time (laughs) my goddamn ears start hurting, now I got to go get tested. But this is why it's actually a really... Good reason to bring it up now <laughs> because, like, because it's the it, right, it is the winter time. A lot of people are getting the flu and they might have these symptoms and think, oh, well, it's nothing. But it's, it's like, flu, if you have these symptoms HIV. and 10 to 14 days ago you had unprotected sex with someone whose status you don't know, it, nah, it's a good bro. idea see, to get tested. Look, see, look, you and we're not go get tested. Go, te- go get tested. We're not trying to scare <laughs> anyone, but these are the facts. So I need to get I'm tested. Sorry. Sorry. So this is, I guess, this is going to go ahead and segue us into our vanilla shit. If you're listening, um, to this episode. One of the reasons why I definitely chose to do this, hit up Janelle, even though Janelle been hitting us since 2018, y'all. And she saw me at Duce Palooza and was like, hi, ma'am. Um, we emailed and I knew that, mind you, I'm drunk. I'm like, yeah, yeah girl, girl. I'm gonna turn. DM but... me. I know she didn't think I was going. So I said, girl, yeah, DM me, girl. I'm gonna I'm bring you on. I'm persistent. Um, so. Yes. Yo, some people are persistent. It drives me crazy. No, yeah, but she Because y'all like, came at least with a nice email. Your like email that. was very professional. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh yeah, we'll some niggas be like, "Yo, I got songs about sex. Y'all gonna have me on?" Oh, and then reply right. to their own shit and be like, "Hello, look at my SoundCloud." Like, they do. hey, I'm I didn't just know I could promote my mixtape yeah, no, on this. Like, great. Next time, A and R's. No, we're not. I, that's my response. Sorry. Um, so yeah, so Janelle saw me at Duce Flues, and I was like, "Girl, we gonna bring you on." But one of the reasons why I definitely wanted to have this, um, I guess, conversation, as you guys know, I probably spent the last month. Um, every weekend in Atlanta um, for 2018. And I also used to live there. And so there is now, the CDC has went ahead and put that Atlanta is now in an HIV epidemic. 
um, as far as they are now actually comparing Atlanta to third world countries. I do. I did want to go ahead and say I, I put here. It says that downtown Atlanta is as bad as Zimbabwe or Herrera or Durban, said Dr. Carlos Del Rio, core director of Emory University Center for AIDS Research. Um, another thing that I also saw was a recent study released by the CDC shows that why, why shows why funding is so critical. If you live in the southeast, you're more likely to be diagnosed with HIV than any other part of the country. And in Georgia, the risk of diagnosis leaps to one in 51. Um, and so I definitely wanted to bring this to the forefront because Atlanta is a city I hold so dear in my heart. And I do be fucking when I be in town. So like, I was just going right. to say, we have a show on 23rd and I guess I'll stay home. Yeah, like, yeah. So we, we, we do have, um, again, our live show on February 23rd in Atlanta. But it's crazy to me. I can make out, though, it sounds like, right? Yeah. I can make out and suck a dick. And you can have yes. sex with a condom on. Yeah, but oh, like, which I like condom dick, I'm so scared. I ain't worried about it. Oh, I ain't really worried. Good. Like, third world country in Atlanta. I'll pass. Yeah, that's 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 a lot. I'm just passing. So I kind of wanted to to bring this to you guys. You guys do a lot of um, you y'all have paperwork. Goddamn. So stats are on lit. <laughs> so can we go ahead and maybe delve into the epidemic that's happening in Atlanta, specifically in the African American community? Right. And I do want to also focus that this is not only men, ladies. This has. It's it's not gender specific. This is for men and women. Of course, men um, do hold a higher risk because, like we mentioned earlier, with the anal sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I do want to share with you guys, unfortunately, and I, and I hate to, to discuss it, but there is a large download community in Atlanta, which is why women now face these same risks because mm-hmm. the men that you are dealing with may or may not be open to letting you know that they have Partners that are of the same Mm -hmm. sex. Mm -hmm. So if you guys can... I mean, if we say that, then that's just kind of saying, like, all the gays are having it in Atlanta. No, but that's not what I said at all. That's not what I said at all. It's stigma. It's stigma, right. But that's why I said it's... I just feel like it's always so victim-blamey by, like... You know what I mean? Right. I, I disagree. I think that that's why I worded it the way I did. I, I thought I did a, a fine job with, unfortunately, you did wrong, we do have but... men that aren't open to letting us know that they deal with other men because, unfortunately, we shame them for it. Mm-hmm. But like I was telling um, Omo in the in the lobby, prep was something that I was considering at one point because mm-hmm. I do deal with men who have openly admitted that they have experimented or dealt with other men. Right. And so to me, it's not victim blaming at all, but me and and those men have had those type of conversations mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So if, if we can de- delve into maybe some of the stats in Atlanta that you know or what's going on in Atlanta as to why this epidemic is happening. Hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, so like, as you said, like it's disproportionately affecting communities of color. Right. Um, so, you know, black and brown peoples. But, you know, in Atlanta specifically, it's obviously more African-American. Um, and, you know, when you think when you think about the HIV epidemic and how it works in the country, you know, it impacts people based on race and socioeconomic status, because then you can't have access to health care. Yeah. Um, but then things like you mentioned, like homophobia and like stigma also are associated with that because people, you know, who might be gay or queer questioning like might feel like oh well i shouldn't get tested you know there's so much fear about getting tested in general yeah um and then you know when speaking about like the types of sex that um have 
carry a greater risk that I say in quotation marks. Um, uh, you know, there's so much stigma associated with anal sex and, um, because of the fact that the risk of, you know, spreading HIV is higher. Um, but in general, like, yeah, obviously there is a huge epidemic in Atlanta, but that epidemic mirrors so many other parts in the world um, and so many parts in this country where people right. don't have access to um, health care. So, you know, there was a huge um, epidemic in D.C. I was about um, to say D.C. Right. as well. Um, and, as you well know, as... in New York, there there is an HIV epidemic here. You know, the the rate of new infections were rising um, and now they're going down because of so many interventions. And that's part of like and the work what you guys Janelle do. and I do. But, and um, yeah, because New York City has a three point plan to end the epidemic in 2020. What's that? Um, so the three parts are the first one is to get tested because obviously you need to know your status. If yeah. you're positive, then you can be linked to services so that you're not um, spreading it to other people and okay. you're taking antiretroviral medications so that you eventually get down to an undetectable level and undetectable um, referring to your viral load. So once hmm. you're and there's also something now on um, the CDC, I believe in 2017, mm-hmm. but um, they came up with U equals U, which means undetectable viral load equals untransmittable. Right. So you want oh. um, your likelihood of passing it on to somebody else is Right. Which is why it's really important for people when they do find out that they have HIV to immediately get linked to care to start taking their antiretroviral medications. Because when they're taking medication, they're keeping themselves healthy. Um, And if you have an undetectable viral, then you can't pass it on to other people. That's why it's so... Is it a daily pill even for people that are undetectable? Yeah. It's a daily pill. Once you're... If you're HIV positive, you're always going to be on medication. Right. And then the third part of the uh, the three-point plan is PrEP. So for all the people who are HIV negative, take PrEP. Or if you're in a relationship with someone who's positive, which is called, scientific term is serodiscordant, but you can just say magnetic couple. like One's positive, positive, one's one's negative. negative. So if you guys are in a magnetic couple, um, then the person who's negative should be on PrEP so that they're not going to contract it from their partner. And the person who's positive, hopefully they're taking their medications and they're... And again, that was something that we weren't able to really touch on much in our previous HIV episode mm-hmm. because he was born with the virus. Right. So PrEP would not have helped him. Um, and so right. I do want to delve into that, into the horrible decision, especially right. considering um, I've read articles where they are trying to issue it in the AUC in Atlanta. So the CDC actually suggests... Um, the Atlanta University, Atlanta University Center, Center. Oh, okay. Morehouse, which is like Morehouse, Spelman, Clark. Oh, got it. Um, and so basically, they're suggesting the CDC is suggesting that the youth start just taking prep like we fucking take vitamins, right. basically. Um, in um, Atlanta. So like, sorry, I kind of like skipped around yeah, Atlanta, no and I just wanted to get back to you know those stats. So like I was saying, like it disproportionately affects like people of color. So it's like seventy three percent of new infections are black people. Um, eighty one percent of new infections are men. Um, You know, um, and the majority, it's like 75 percent of new infections occur within the ages of 20 and 40. So, you know, it's like young people who are becoming infected, which is why I understand why, you know, AUC would want to give it out to college students like their vitamins. And intervention. Um, It is. Absolutely. And then I also read as well, um, while she's throwing those stats around, I think it's important to remember as well that African-Americans make up only 12 percent of the U.S. Um, And something that I read is that 43 percent of HIV cases are African-American. Right. Right. Um, So to know that is is pretty staggering and unfortunate. Um, we're going to delve more further into <clears throat> HIV prep, um, some of the dope questions that, that Weezy has as well. 
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I kind of wanted to get into, you know, our kink of the week. So for the kink this week, um, I didn't really want to pick an actual kink. Um, I think it's important that as we do kinks of the week, mind you, this is probably above episode 100 or it's somewhere in the 90s we're fucking almost over 100 episodes at this point but um i wanted to discuss the difference between a kink and a fetish Mm. so i think we talk about kinks a lot and again i guess i wanted to look look into this because um i refer to me enjoying pegging as more of a kink that i enjoy partaking in so i wanted to let you guys know the difference um real quick a kink turns us on or or is considered outside of the predetermined norm. For those of you who may have fetishes, fetishes are more so to where you don't want to engage in sex without having this. Of course, it also pertains oh, to fantasies and things like that. Really? But yes. So foot fetishes people like like they that's need what they that. need, need that. to incorporate so, themselves. So the feet. Oh, so this is how to find th- that. this is how the, this is how they <laughs> how they break it down kinks are like salt they simply add to the flavor fetishes are like the food itself without them there is no meal oh i like that so there's a way to look at it so there are people who have foot kinks i think i'm i I think there's kinks where you know uh, uh, i don't know because i think you could have a lot of fetishes well you could have multiple fetishes yeah i can't do them all the time like I mean, but for someone to do you, all of them, you would want to though. <laughs> so then, like, I think I think a better way to maybe word that how I've always thought of fetishes is something longer lasting than it is just one type of thing. Like, because kink to me is just one piece of the puzzle okay. that you could try or something. Just like I don't know, maybe a like just calling it something. But a fetish is something that you have ownership to. Like it's yeah. your thing, right. part yeah. of your identity. I like that too. Like, w- w- yeah, like I have a, a fetish for BDSM. Right, that's mm-hmm. like that's my jam. I don't I would, need it. I would every be considered that a fetish. Yeah, but okay. you're you also would you say for the most part you're always in some sort of the fashion BDSM. Of course, is a wide range, but your sub for the most part even without trying to be you're in a sub 
state when you're having sex. So even though you're not going through the whole no, realm of BDSM. Yeah, I'd say seven out of ten times. Yeah. So like with me, I I brought this up, of course, because of course, yeah, Peggy Bundy. I, y'all done gave me some great <laughs> fucking Peggy nicknames, Bundy. I will fucking say. <laughs> Pegasaurus Rex. Like, I didn't hurt it all. Um, but, <laughs> no, seriously, like, I've had some great, but for pegging, I will say, even when it comes to my partners, I don't peg everyone. It's not needed I will say when I'm do you ask everyone when I'm vetting I will say I do like um I would say BDSM is also probably my fetish Mm -hmm. but I'm more on the dominant side and to me having access to a man's butt makes me feel fucking in control and dominant as fuck probably violating as well but yeah (laughs) so like but do I have to peg every partner that I have no like I've been fucking the guy 24-7 for five years never ever have pegged him. That's so funny you're describing pegging this way. I just went on... As a kink. I went on Interho Uprising and they wanted to talk to me about pegging and I did not describe it in a dominating way at all. To me, it's very dominating. That's so funny. I was having a conversation with someone about that. They were like, well, I feel like I would never want to peg someone because I like to be submissive. And I was like, have you ever had sex with a power bottom? that's the problem. So, like, here's the thing. Oh, a power bottom. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can peg someone and And be submissive. I did have... Right, you can have someone ride me. But I did have a nigga ride me, and that was... But I also felt like... It was me giving him a different type of... Like, to me, pegging is, in the highest sense, a dominant. So here's why I think that sometimes there's a catch-22 with this. Because for me, I'm a submissive person that enjoys giving people pleasure no matter how they enjoy it, right? Mm -hmm. We do sit here and say that, you know... So the issue that men have with pegging is giving up their masculinity, right? Yeah, because right. some bullshit. They think their masculinity is in their asshole. So That's fragile. just the way it goes. So <laughs> the problem with always describing it as, like, fucking the shit out of somebody in their ass or be, it being, like, dominating is that then men who are dominant won't be interested. So from my experiences with pegging, it's never really been, like, bent over shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always started for me, like, the first few years, I never really even knew the term until I watched Broad City was using toys like in their ass but never bent Uh so once i actually had a strap on on for my first time it still wasn't bent like were you on it was like missionary yeah yeah oh yeah nah that's what i'm saying that doesn't feel well and see that's probably why to me like i prefer get on all fours right so he was like see them bent over in those type of in those type of positions i would say is is probably again that goes to my dominant side mm-hmm. but dominance bdsm being well, more yeah, of a because fetish being bent over one person has control yeah I and mean, so that's kind of but power you know, bottom eh. Power bottom, I feel like when he was riding, he became a power bottom, right. even though he was on top. He but wasn't on bottom. But then he had power control, bottom, right? Back. Right. Or, or the bottom, Wait, the bottom, yeah, what's the bottom? The bottom is just the term taken. we get, right? Top I, is someone that's t- giving the dick. Insertive versus receptive, right. There you go. So, like, so if you I like them terms. If, Look at you bringing. We'd be, like, taking and receiving, bitch. Right. <laughs> you say receptive and, and insertive. So there when you, you hear about power bottoms, it's normally someone that, quote, unquote, throws it back. Right. Oh, I be asking or you. Or writing. I like throwing it back, I'm definitely a power bottom. Yeah. Even when, like, during missionary, I think I'm always, like, still fucking someone back. But how are you submissive and a power bottom? So, I definitely can switch, right? Okay. But I think that power bottom for me is just not necessarily a dominant side because I know how to fuck somebody back. Oh, Like, I could still, like, you could 
basically talk shit to me to make me fuck you back. I, you know I, what I mean? See, like, it's crazy to me because, again, I feel like even the fucking back, I feel like plays back into my dominance. Like, that's what I'm like, saying. Like, like, I, like, when I say when I'm a, a nigga, power bottom, I mean, like, I'm, I'm Even when a nigga, like, the fucking the shit role. out of me, like, 24-7 is very dominant in the bed. He fucking fucks the goddamn shit out of me, literally. Mm-hmm. It don't be messy. Let me not say literally fuck the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but, because we be talking about all of that shit, right? But People are into that. It The, the dominance <laughs> in me, like, while he's fucking me very, very hard is me taking the dick and I sit here and pride myself in being able to take it all oh, like okay. that again is my dominance part of it like so even when I do say I'm a switch I feel like thinking of it that way I feel like at all times I like to feel like I'm in control so me taking the dick is me being in control mm-hmm. even if he feels like he's more in control yeah power bottom for me is just knowing I can fuck back like cause I don't okay. like that especially like having a lot of threesomes or like fucking girls whether it be toys or straps like, I've seen women that don't fuck back. Yeah, you know, they just kind of like, like bend and wait. Hello, princess. Hello, princess. <laughs> Look, y'all People both all said have at the same face. time. <laughs> I'm a pillow princess when I'm drunk. I'm only but... a pillow princess when I really don't want to fuck you like that. Yeah, and then and I don't fine. know why I'm fucking you in real life. Like, what am I doing? Like, but well, I don't want to come, but it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I didn't. It's not like I'm forced into fucking this dude. It's just like I just need to get off. Like, or like no. sometimes you want to have sex, but you're thinking about somebody else. Oh, I and do that not all the time. Do you know how fucked I up do it that is? All I do you know how awful it is to sit here and fuck a nigga, and then as soon as y'all are done fucking, you texting the nigga that you wish it was fucking you. I miss you. I've done that and I'd be like, is that not terrible? Look, Weezy's like, bitch, why are you when admitting this shit? When I was fucking Beard Bay recently, <laughs> I was talking about scissors, but he was into it. Like, I was like, damn, I wish I was eating some pussy right now. He, he was like, word? And he was, it was, he was like getting off at the shit. But that's a girl. Like, I'm talking about me fucking a dick wanting another dick. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a good point. I guess I wanted like, you know, you like a pussy. side of mash. <laughs> right. And I didn't want a whole new steak. There you go. That's okay. exactly what it was. That's exactly Ooh. what it was. Well, can you tell I I'm wanted, I, I wanted to, <laughs> right. uh, again, to bring that up. I think we've had kink of the week since we started this show. And I think it was very interesting when I saw that there is a difference between kink and fetish. Um, and again, so I want y'all to know that pegging is my kink. I don't need it, but it's, you know, it's cool if I could get it. Um, <laughs> so now we're going to go ahead and get into our whole decision. This is where I guess you can maybe even we can delve back into I guess I want to focus on prep for this, but also the testing that goes on, how you respond when you do get a positive result. Yeah, which and we I all know don't prep want. is your thing, but mm-hmm. I, I find that like the most interesting thing for me when learning about you know new STDs and like how people deal with them because I've been fortunate enough to where I've had partners. Luckily, I've never you know had it happen where I've had it too, but I've had partners I've had sex with text me and be like, I found out I got this or whatever. But I do want to know when. You know, you're doing the mobile bus shit and someone has it. And how often does someone have it? Like, do you feel like you're doing like five out of 100? Like, do you feel like every hour you're telling someone they have HIV? No, honestly, I feel like I only have Because we hear the word epidemic and you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a play. It makes it sound like Like we all got to die. That's some bird box shit. That's when I hear that word. This work for like three years. We started off as interns and then that led to us working yeah so we've we've been around this okay and oh, in my wow. time i feel like i've had four but honestly they were all really like in 2017 so really? how many that you've done oh, that's God. a really long yeah one. i don't Seriously, know 500 a thousand 
Probably not a no, thousand. Not definitely not a thousand, but, but hundreds of hundreds. Hundreds, hundreds and, and you've only four? four? I've only yeah. had four. I just um, had someone. And like, I hate like I hate doing testing. Um it just just because of the paperwork <laughs> that we have really to do, low. not not the actual testing. You've done yeah. hundreds and only four people, that's like less than one percent. Right. But well so I mean I think So how does the probability with that number that you just gave as someone that works there? Mm-hmm. Especially in a neighborhood like Alphabet City. Well, so She's okay. on the upper west I'm on the Upper West Side. Upper so west. we have six locations, and Janelle's in the Lower East Side. I'm on. Do on you notice a difference with certain neighborhoods? Um, Definitely. I mean, yeah. Brooklyn. We also have a Brooklyn, yeah. the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Yeah, course. and then we have a site in um, Chelsea. So then, for mm-hmm. with the prep patients there, pri- they're primarily it's white gay men. But for me, pretty much all of my patients are people of color. Okay. So I mean, yeah, it's definitely there there's different demographics. Right. But um I've only had one positive person. Like even though I say that I've been um working as an intern for about like three, four years here, I just started this position as a tester for about like a year and a half. We could have got tested tested on air. We would have canceled this whole show. I'm telling you right (laughs) now. I've made everybody in this room sign NDA. Sign engineer. These bitches, no offense. Everybody. <laughs> well, no, it's confidential, so like we're not allowed I'm to sure. tell you know yeah. anyone your your results. Well, no, we would have done it right here on air. Damn, we should have did that. That would have been cool. That would have yeah. been cool. Damn, I didn't yeah. even think of that. Oh, I hate the next finger time. Prick. Oh. oh, it hurts. It does. Okay, yeah. so how Quick how prick. was that experience? You sat here and you got someone who tested positive for HIV. Mm-hmm. What was? How did you tell them? Okay, so which, I had. Which, a by really... the way, pause. What? The fact that we want to be negative, normally positive is a good thing yeah. right. in life. So you have it. I, I think it's weird that it's it's, it's, it's backwards though. Yeah. Like, we well, be if negative, you're looking for a result but, and it's there, it's a positive result. But see, that's I think part of it too that like um, New York City has like started to do this thing where it's called status neutral. neutral care, and like we don't care if you're positive or if you're negative. You know, like either result is a res- is a good result because. You know, if you're positive, then you, you know, know. Okay, That's gotta really take this cute. medication. Gonna I take word, it, is. <laughs> it is cute, and I I like that because you know it's not a death sentence, and you know HIV has gotten to the point where it's kind of like any other chronic health condition, diabetes, healthcare, people who or healthcare, heart disease. Sorry, right. um, people who have HIV ling- are living long, long lives, and they're dying of other things like cancer, not related to their HIV, right. or you know. Right. You know, because related to their obesity, it's an everyday. It's just an everyday. Right, thing. it's an everyday right. thing. That if you're taking meds. this vitamin, but it's you know your medication, your life saving medication, then you are living a normal, normal life. Okay, so let's let's get back to the story, this ma'am. story. Okay, I gotta well, hear this. I have a really interesting story. Okay, so first off. Um, <laughs> It was during, I, I do a lot of testing on the weekends, and uh, we were at a church in the Bronx. So it was um, mostly, so mostly everyone there spoke Spanish, uh-huh. and they were oh, um, undocumented. And um, so I went with my coworker, she speaks fluent Spanish. I I can get around. Like, so I just printed out all of the questions Flattle. in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know enough. I'm like, so um, I want, but I wanted to practice, because How do you say in HIV in Spanish? VIH. So Look like at that. Oh, this one is she. She knows Spanish. I, I know Spanish, a little yeah. bit, okay. but um. So I just wrote out all the questions in Spanish. So um, my coworker and I. These are people who typically don't go um to. They're not getting regular healthcare services, right? Um, because, because they don't have insurance because right. they're undocumented. So it's really important for them to come to this event. So we were. I think I, we must have tested like 10, 11 people each that day. So and Ooh. we're doing back to back to back, like barely got breaks. And it's like I don't. I don't mind it because I'm like. I'm 
want to do this. Like, I know I'm helping. Fingers so or the vial? Um, the fing- finger okay. prick. Always finger prick. So, um, so this is like my last patient. We're about to be done for the day. They made us food. Like, I was, I was looking forward to the food. Like, they've been home cooked. Because <laughs> I was hungry now. You wanted like, rice and beans and My penny, mouth huh? was dry. Right. Like, hey. I've been talking. And it, it was a lot. And it was funny because the people, they were trying to learn English. And I was trying to practice my Spanish. But we were getting through it. And so like this an is my last. 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> Me too. Um, so this was my last patient, and um, and then I saw that her test came up positive. She was married. I think she was from. <gasps> she was Mexican. She had two <sighs> kids. Everyone was there. So I had the wife, and my coworker had the husband, and the kids are just waiting in the little common area <sighs> playing. And so I see a positive. I see. I see the line because we're able to tell if you're positive because you can see um, like a line. Another line will show up. I kind of wish we brought. Test. That would have been cool. I but, know. But anyways, um, it's okay too. Like, many we don't people want people to be too so, educated whatever. though, right. so that they would be like, you know, yeah. Um, so anyway, so I see that she has a positive test result, and I'm like, you know, based on the questions and what she's saying, she's been married. They, you know, some most married people are not using condoms, but she didn't say she had any other partners. So I'm like, uh, is this? So then, I mean, I'm also starting to freak out because I don't know Spanish that well. And so we have a language barrier. And I'm just like, how do you tell someone that they have HIV? This happened right. to me the other day. But like the lady spoke not Spanish. Asian Creole. Asian Creole. So I was so, like, uh, I don't know what yeah. to say. We have like language hotline. So it's not like we're just. Okay. Like, you tell me you do a test for someone. You got to be like, once, talk to them. They got some Google, Google Translate. Because I've done that before. Wait, like, you've done Google Translate with results? Yes. Yeah. And, and like, doing the encounter, she, like asking how many people did you have sex with like, and all of that I no I'm gonna type it I type it <laughs> oh I so did you it. let them read it on your phone no I type it computer. and then I press well, the this... thing that says it no I'm just kidding, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean I've, I've had to do that like in the center and then I just type it like some stuff like because I can get by to like how many people live with you and like the questions that they asked some of them but for the ones I didn't know I just typed it and we got through it so anyway so um, so her test results positive and I'm starting to freak out because I'm like how am I gonna tell her obviously it was I know her how to first say one. Yeah, this is my first one also. So I went to go get my coworker, and then she looked at me because she's like, um, the husband's positive too. <gasps> so we were like, oh. So what did the husband say? Like, I didn't I didn't really even see him or mm. his reaction, but it turns out so um the wife contracted it from the husband and um Which is typical. How do you know that? He I think oh she told she ended up telling us, but I'll get into that. So she um she contracted it from her husband and um this brings up a, a bigger issue of they were both undocumented, so they probably didn't receive proper health care and proper education Ugh. about the disease. So I don't for some reason the wife thought that um, even though she knew she was positive, for some reason she was just trying to test to see is it going to come up positive. I, I'm taking my medication. Are you going to be able to tell um, from that that, that oh, I'm so HIV she knew positive. she was positive she and she was, she was on positive. medication. She was did on guys, and off. Did you guys oh. test the kids? No, we we didn't test the kids. Um, oh wow! Yeah. Oh. Um, now, would you suggest if someone has HIV and they're living with kids, like you're not? You know what I mean? Like, it's not a sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. At that point, should kids be taking medicine? How would that work? I think um, roommates, if like, the mother was not tested before having, um, the, having the child, 
um, then for sure I would test those kids. And since they're undocumented, we're not really sure like what type of healthcare they were receiving. I would probably suggest that those kids be tested. But in the in the U.S., like um, all pregnant women receive an HIV test. Right. Like you know that's like just part of the standard, standard. care. Yeah. But it's um, even it's even it's I I, I want to delve into this because it's not only with pregnant women, but a lot of times um, any woman who's undergoing any type of surgery. So I yeah. just had a weight loss surgery, mm-hmm. and because um, HIV does affect the white blood cell count mm-hmm. um they want to they tested me for just about everything because that would dictate how i healed right after yeah, surgery sense. so yeah. if any woman whether you're getting like your tonsils like maybe not tonsils removed but any any type of um surgery where you're going to be hospitalized or put under anesthesia or where they're cutting into you of course is very um important you'll be tested for hiv right. mm-hmm. in the in the hospital what as well. are the ways you can get hiv that isn't sex Okay, so yeah, I wanted to get into that too okay. because there are six different fluids um, from which you can contract HIV. Because I was like tattoos HIV. or something, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So it's breast milk, oh. blood, semen, precum. So they call it seminal fluid and then pre-seminal fluid, oh. vaginal um, fluid, and rectal fluid. But right. wait, so that six. aren't sex though. Okay, right. So like, Once, can you can you so tell that us aren't them? sex would be breast milk, um, just the breast milk, breast milk right. mother to child Blood. transmission. Um, also, like when the mother is having the baby, like that that blood. There's a lot of blood going on there. That's another way that the mother can transmit it to the child. Like um, which breast is milk what doesn't surprise me because I don't know if y'all be drinking milk, which there's pus and blood yeah, and milk. I, I've watched um, my friends. Like, like, that shit is disgusting. They're so swole. I mean, it's not disgusting. Thank God we're lactose. We're the only mammals that drink other mammals' milk. Yeah, It's fucking disgusting. I, not milk 2018. <laughs> Even my ice cream be be lactose. I like, stopped drinking uh, regular milk, but... Same. Oh, I thought I meant like breast milk, like just watching it like come out and mm-hmm. shit like that. I was mm-hmm. like, bro. So I guess it's what what you were, I guess, were alluding like, to would be. So I know that the HIV epidemic in New York happened specifically in the 80s mm-hmm. because of the drug um, right. epidemic that happened. Right. So, of course, needle, dirty needles. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. maybe the tattoo that we brought up. Like if you get tatted with dirty needles mm-hmm. that were used on or an sharing needles. So I guess right. I want to ask that that's, too then. That's why. Um, would that not be airborne? Would it not be able to get off of the needle? Like, how does that... Well, I know with um, in terms of like syringes, if you're that's that's how a lot of people work. Okay, right. they're like now, you. yeah. So then that's why there's a lot of needle exchange programs, and people can go exchange their dirty needles called works. And I, then I heard to some get cool things ones. about um, Market Street in San Fran. So I was born in San Fran and went <clears> to <throat> go just like kind of revisit, see family in like different places, like where I grew up. And while I was there. On Market Street, right? This is where, like, Bloomingdale's is. It's, like, the most... I don't know if you guys have been. But, like, a bougie, like, neighborhood mm-hmm. in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Also, where the most drugs are sold and done, right? Kind of like Atlanta, where it's, like, one pretty block and then one shitty block. Mm-hmm. So New York, too? I was about to say, that's <laughs> New York, bitch. Well, I think New York... I don't think there's just really a... I've never seen, like, a gorgeous block where you can't see a homeless man. Like, I've never oh, felt like I've okay. been... Yeah. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, I've never been to an area where I feel like this will just oh. not happen. But yeah, yeah. I mean, in Queens, far out, maybe not on the island, like, but if you go to Queens, there's some nice east side. Maybe, no, no, but even then, there I are homeless people. Out people could, like, yeah, I, I don't the know. projects are like right across the street. I was about to say, like, there's projects nice right across, right. like that just haven't but been gentrified. But this block, like, no lie, like I was at a fucking Ritz, and it was like really, like, like I, I was shy. I'd never seen something like this, not from like zero to a hundred. Like, turn the block, and like, I never saw someone shoot up in the street. Oh. At multiple people shooting up like that really like was jarring yeah. so 
come to find out, I'm talking to someone at the bar there later that day at the hotel, and he's like, yeah, like, the the way it works is they have these safe zones where people can't get arrested. But the big deal with the safe zones to stop the HIV epidemic is there are people to distribute safe needles. Yeah. So they're basically so worried about the virus spreading that, like, cops can't come to you here. You can come get your needles here and and shoot shoot up. up. Yeah. I wonder if that's kind of how in L.A., so they have yeah. What is this? It's, I don't want to call it death row. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, I thought I, it was I like camp row about. or some shit. Skid like row. That. Skid, Skid row. row. There we go. Here I go. Death row. I ain't shit. Death row but whatever. It's something like that. But all the homeless people where they also don't get in trouble for living in these yeah. tents in L.A. I wonder if they do anything like that around there. I'm sure Maybe. they do. Needle exchange programs are like really, you know, a huge part of harm reduction. Um, and so like along with HIV, honestly. Um, injection drug transmission so like sharing needles hiv like of course is a huge concern but the bigger concern with that is actually hep c hepatitis c C. um that you know affects your liver and you know once your liver is messed up yeah that's your whole do we not take those shots in school so you can get hepatitis A and B, but not C. Oh, right, okay. right, 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 right. Oh my Which, God, I know we got some right. shots. So can you get C from fucking? Yes, you can, but it's actually it's more rare than okay. HIV. So right, so HIV is easier to get through sex, and Hep C is not as easy to get through That's sex. Like but then on the opposite end, Hep C is very easy to transmit through like sharing needles, and yeah. HIV okay. is a little less likely. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, I think, but they're like you can be. A lot of people are co-infected, which means they have both um, so at the same time, and that causes a lot of complications. With you know, I'm like depressed. just like the body. And, <laughs> can you tell us and like a nice We we do have a. I mean, tell us about tell the people you we, save. Man. We came to we <laughs> okay. Right. My so so getting really good news about right right. Like, with, I feel fucked up after this. No, 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 no. You guys are doing a great thing, but like I'm getting sad. We're gonna turn it around. So, um, oh, <laughs> we got a song? No. No. Oh, I will. No. It's like the Family Guy AIDS song. Oh, no. <laughs> like these? Yo, do you know what that is, Mandy? No. What's the Family Guy? Can you, you know I want to put the clip in for the Family Guy uh, You've Got AIDS song? <laughs> I, like, vaguely remember that. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so, like, they were trying to find this nice way to tell a patient they had AIDS or something, and so they, like, did this whole song and dance, and the guy's, like, in the hospital, like, <laughs> it's not HIV, but full-blown AIDS. Like that. I got a knack for delivering bad news. I don't know how to tell you this, Mr. Devaney. So I'll let these guys do it. You have AIDS. Yes, you have AIDS. I hate to tell you, boy, that you have AIDS. You got the AIDS. You may have caught it when you stuck that filthy needle in here. Or maybe all that unprotected sex put you here. It isn't clear, but what we're certain of is you have AIDS. Yes, you have AIDS. Not HIV, but full-blown AIDS. Be sure that you see that this is not HIV. But full-blown AIDS. It's not HIV, but really full-blown AIDS. I'm sorry, I wish it was something less serious. But it's AIDS. You've got the that you have HIV, like I said before, could be a really good thing. 
saying? Because so, then you can take care of yourself with so medication. You, you brought to, this to up, which, which is what now, I wanted to, so. to bring up. So I guess there's a lot of, and this can tie in the, the end of it. Mm-hmm. So the difference between HIV and AIDS and yes. does HIV become AIDS and AIDS, can you skip HIV and go straight to AIDS? How does that work? Because Easy e just got AIDS out of nowhere and died like two months later. Right. Okay. But okay. apparently that's a, that's a, you know. Right, but then that was also that, like that, that time period. Okay. So, I'm just laughing because I said, "Oh my god, do you, do you want to take this over? Do you want me to do this?" Because what <laughs> they're both figuring out who gonna break this down. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, we can take turns. Let's start okay. with HIV. Okay. UB HIV UBA. Wait, okay. can we not turn them into HIV and AIDS? <laughs> no. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay that you, was awful. UB Ocho E. What was it again? VIH. Okay, so HIV stands for human, which means it's only in humans immunodeficiency which means it affects your immune system your immune system um, are all the cells that are kind of like little soldiers in your body to protect you from outside invaders like bacteria and viruses and you know bad stuff pathogens virus not fuck niggas but right and not else. that <laughs> and <you>. then virus <laughs> which means that it's a virus which means that it needs to live inside of a cell in order to to live and so the cells that the HIV virus lives in are the CD4 cells, um, which are a form of T cell in your body. Gotcha. Uh, exactly. That does so human system. is the H. That's why the HPV is human papilloma. Human papilloma, right. right? And with a virus, you will always have a virus, right? And so when back to that patient that I had, we had to explain to her, you're always going to be positive, right? So so is um, herpes a virus? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and then with AIDS, so that's acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. So that's it's Ooh. basically like in if you want to think about it this way, like you, someone had HIV, they didn't, they weren't intervening, they didn't receive antiretroviral. The virus kept making copies, and, and now became bigger. How fast became, can that happen? It took over your system. How long does that process take between so HIV and AIDS? it takes a, like it takes about ten years for if you are untreated. Ten years? Yeah, but it can, but for some people Jesus. it can take longer. But for, no, that's promising because that means that like you have some time if you don't get tested and okay, right. So it's uh, why it's important to definitely get, get on tested. medication. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Once you get on, like, what is the probability of what's what is the probability of dying once you have AIDS? Um, quick. Uh, I mean, yeah, die. because now your immune system is so compromised, and most people don't. You don't die of AIDS. You die of an um, AIDS-related um, right disease. Exactly. Like, like, like that, yeah. it could be pneumonia, pneumonia or yeah. right. the flu, a common cold. Right. So, so um, once you have AIDS, so AIDS is sort of like a classification. It's a diagnosis, and once you get an AIDS. AIDS diagnosis, you never lose a diagnosis like from your medical chart. Um, and so like the things that kind of classify you as having AIDS would be having like an AIDS defining illness like Carposi sarcoma, like different types of rare cancers, or just mm. simply like if your um if your C D four count is less than two hundred. Um, that so that means that you don't have a lot of a lot of viral cell or sorry you don't have a lot of cells protecting you um, in your immune system. Okay. Okay. That was a. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans, and yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from the Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I like that. Y'all broke it down. Y'all broke it down quick. I'll be honest with you. Like, I just got tested, what... And a finger prick. Um, a f- what a few weeks ago we recorded that episode. I just want to get it again. I'm scared. Right, y'all, y'all saying well, and that was actually one of my new. Well, have you had unprotected sex? No, I'm not scared, scared on there. Okay, yeah. girl, do you if know you... what type of show this is? <laughs> y'all, can you ask? Come on, can I'm you ask like, that? Oh, can I ask? Well, I mean, I know you pies. could ask us personal questions, but then I felt like we weird, be letting like, y'all know. We we just had a whole episode where we talked about our goddamn abortions, and okay. y'all sitting here talking about can we ask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I haven't had unprotected sex since then. I haven't had under protected sex in a while I have with a woman but um it's it's it like um female to female transmission is very low so and you'd be liking scissoring but that's like well, that's pussy juices and I mean bringing up women so a lot of the times when people think of HIV they're only thinking of men and men having sex with men typically and women especially black women are often left out of the conversation which is how we so a fun part of our job let's lighten the mood hey. is um, to talk about sipping and spilling so I feel that like I'm gonna die listening to this <laughs> You're not gonna sipping and spilling right so that's what we um we took over now after um I have to shout her name out her name is Zakia Robinson but um, she was also an intern with us and she wanted to start doing these events to um, to just empower um, black women to take control of their sexual health and um, so then after when she finished her internship we were asked to take it on and we just made it more sex positive more inclusive Um, do you guys do testing there? we don't do testing there but we're we're looking into that for for future events you know we've had um, alcohol like, at yeah. some of the events. So it's like, like a wind down, like Issa Rae, oh, like it. the wind down. So we make it a, a fun way to talk about sex. And um, for that our sounds, last, that does sound fun, yeah. right? For our last event, you guys can come to the next one if you want. Um, but for the last one, we had um, Sam from Inner Hole Uprising. She was our moderator. So oh, cool. um, so then we had people submit questions, like relationship questions, and then we just snuck little prep and pep and HIV testing related questions. Prep, that we pep. Had. Can you describe yes. two different oh, those with yes. those? Okay, so prep stands for pre-exposure profile. Prophylaxis. Um, that means it's a pill that you take before um, you come into contact with HIV. So it's something okay. that you have to take every single day, um, like around the same time every day. It's kind of like birth control, but for HIV. Yeah. Right. Friend um, of mine, Vinny, um, he's been on our show. He hey. just started taking prep. And mm-hmm. he was like, yo, my body. Like, ugh. The, he's like, I just can't wait for it to get in my system because it feels so weird this yeah. week. So, yeah. Right. The, a lot of people. Beginning. I think it's like um, only like 20% of people, though, really experience side effects. And okay. like the side effects are like nausea, vomiting. Someone asked. Um, diarrhea. diarrhea. Yeah. Some people said weight loss. I said I wish. So, <laughs> so, so here, here's the thing that I wanted to ask pertaining to prep. Um, mm-hmm. 
so going to Nigeria, I had to get the yellow fever yeah. vaccine. Everyone knows of the flu vaccine mm-hmm. every um, during around this time of year. And so to me, what I learned with vaccines is that what it actually does is it infects your body with a with the virus, with the virus right. so that your body can then fight the virus off, yes. which is weird as fuck to me. It's so, kind of like, um, so it's kind of like, um, you know, I'm sure in the military and stuff, the soldiers, they be doing like practice or whatever. It's mm-hmm. kind of like that. So they give you a little bit of virus. They don't, and not all the time they give you the full virus. In a lot of cases, they just give you like pieces of the virus chopped up so your body can kind of see right, like, right. Prep, oh, that's what it looks prep like. Prep doesn't do that, right? Prep it's doesn't not, do it's that. It's not putting HIV into our body. Prep is no, not putting right? HIV into your body. Prep okay. um, has two medications, emtricitabine and tenofovir. These medications are, they basically stop reverse transcript. I'm getting really medical right. but basically it's just a part so, of but the, it stops it it, it stops, it stops the medication from dividing or sorry okay. it stops the virus from dividing gotcha. okay exactly. now it has been around i know i heard about it in 2014 so okay. prep okay. has been I, FDA, I feel like i've just recently heard of prep the last two years so prep was fda truvada as prep was fda approved in 2012 um, but before that, Truvada, in Truvada, uh, yeah. the medication itself, was FDA approved and has been around since like the 2000s. So why do we um, always see prep with with Truvada? Truvada. Oh, with men. With well, men. now the commercials they they try they to show they had a trans. Yeah. But like, why is everyone. it? But still, trans because women, like, first, but why it was just it? being advertised to, to men, because... and then they realize like, okay, this isn't working, and also we need to have commercials. But I mean, I meant to ask that question. Like, be... is it stronger in men and not women? Like, so it's not. St- so basically, you know, a lot of municipalities, New York, D.C., Atlanta, they were saying, like, there's this huge HIV epidemic. It's affecting a lot of men. It's affecting a lot of young men. It's affecting a lot of young black, black and brown men. And, you know, it's true now that, like, if current epidemic rates continue, that, like, one in the lifetime risk of HIV infection for young black men is one in two. For Latino men who have is one in four. What? Yes. Yeah. For men, for men who have sex with men i'm sorry not not just like um heterosexual men or all men but it's for men who have sex with men the lifetime risk of getting hiv is one in two that's really really scary you know and so they were looking at these statistics and they were like well we need to do something about it and so they were trying to like you know pass out prep like it's vitamins um and i don't necessarily agree with that because you know, there's you a need long to make sure that you want right, to admit, and there's a long history this. of you Why know. Why not just take um, it or take it? What do you mean? Because it, with with prep, you need to you're you need to take it daily, so you need to that's that's um what's called adherence, like, like a birth sure, control, yeah. Right. It's only going to work like birth control. We always say that, like, this is like birth control. It's only going to work if you, if you take, take it. If you take it when you're supposed to take right, it. But right, also, right. like, people who aren't <clears throat> adherent to PrEP, if they're not taking enough of the medication and then they be, they come into contact with the virus and they become infected, then the virus, but they're still taking a little bit of Truvada, but they're not taking, like, m- enough medication to... Um, like for treatment purposes, uh-huh. then the virus can become smart and kind of get used to like Truvada and then it become, can become resistant to Truvada. Because I was going to ask, it yeah, evolves. Like, do you have to up the milligrams and shit like that? And... Um, so Truvada alone, so Truvada, the two medications in Truvada. It's combined. So it's, it's right. always, it's like 200 to 300 milligrams. Like I'll see that in. So, but, but if you've been taking prep for like two years, you don't need to bump it up? No, no, no. no. Okay. But like, okay, so but Truvada <clears throat> in and of itself, which is the only medication that is FDA approved for prep, purposes 
like prep is just kind of like birth control. It's like the umbrella term. And then Truvada is like a form of prep. It's the only form of prep that we have now. Right. They're working on other forms. They are coming out with it like a gel, a lube, um, an injectable. Wow. Do you guys um, happen to know yeah. um, like cities or countries with the lowest rates of HIV just so we know where to travel? Oh, I don't actually. I don't expect it. I mean, like probably like, in the Midwest where nobody lives. I mean, but I think that's where you would be surprised at, like... <laughs> then, also, you know, then we have well, the they Bible for Trump, Belt, so they're pretty dumb over there. Yeah. We have a lot of other factors. And, well, and if you I mean, there, there was a, well, there was a map that I saw. I did want to um, go ahead, and before we, we, we get into our home mail, um, for individuals who may think that this is really pricey, that's a, a conversation a lot, that this costs so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, reasons why, you know, um, Magic Johnson is able to live because right. he can afford it. Um, I was talking to Omo prior to recording, and she actually said that it is free um, or very low cost to anyone with insurance, mm-hmm. Medicaid, Medicare, they cover it. Um, and then how much would it be on the high end if you don't have insurance? So if you don't have insurance, you are don't qualify for any assistance programs. And you can't get it from like a study because a lot of studies are, you know, doing prep studies are giving you the prep for free. I heard that. If, you know, yeah. if you can't get it any of those other ways, then it's fifteen hundred out of pocket a month. A month, a month yeah. Okay, which but is very pricey. Most people, but they, most people qualify the, for some sort of assistance. Right. The pharmaceutical company they have a coupon, like a copay coupon for people who have private insurance, and then if you have Medicaid, you're good. You're and good. and also right. the manufacturer <laughs> of the drug, they also offer like a program where they cover the cost of the drug completely. You get it for free. As long as you make like under fifty eight thousand, there was some prep oh, wow. in, and there's yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, to no, go ahead. You, but just thinking of the price, like so, I went to Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. And um, while I was there, I bought probably twenty inhalers. They're only two dollars, oh, and wow. it's not necessarily that I um, need twenty, but I always notice like there's so many instances where I went to Denver to visit Dub, forgot my inhaler. <laughs> it was so difficult to have a doctor. Write like me that script, get yeah. me the inhaler. So I had to go on this website, tell a doc, find someone to call me, pay $50 for that appointment just to get the inhaler. Like, it was ridiculous. So, just for mm-hmm. albuterol, just oxygen to breathe. Right. So I bought all these inhalers so I could have them. Viagra, I noticed, was another thing my friends were asking me to buy. And then the next one I saw that people were buying like crazy there was PrEP. Yeah. But what was interesting about PrEP in Mexico is, like, this guy behind me in line asked for it. And she's like writing down something on this paper and hands it to him. And there was a place for people to go get it. So I don't even know if they sell it in their pharmacies, but like, oh, wow. that's I don't how. Know if I'm, that might have been drugs, bro. Sounds like I Dallas think, Buyers Club. No, like, I think it's just a place to like. They use PrEP as a name for <laughs> another type of no, drug no, 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 down no, no, there. No, 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 no. Just like Xanax, there are mm-hmm. certain prescriptions in Mexico that do require prescriptions. So mm-hmm. most don't, which is why people love buying Viagra or Fetamine there. But PrEP, I do think, may have a prescription, and the guy really needed it or wanted it, and so she gave him a place to go get it. I mean, I feel like if I was in Mexico, I would, and I was using PrEP for the purposes of HIV prevention, which is really the only reason why you would be taking it, I would want to make sure that it was actually prep, prep yeah. you know because sometimes you go to other countries and um their um, pharmaceutical industry isn't as regulated and sometimes the drugs aren't as effective they might be expired blah 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 like right. i would want to make sure i know i was getting the real deal the medicine i bought so i bought a little bit of birth control there too because mm-hmm. it was like a dollar and then i was like checking the packs and one of them expired in a month right and she was like oh you take now I'm sorry. That I mean, was not a good yeah, accent. that was not <laughs> that a Mexican not, accent. That was an Asian even, accent. Yeah, I was it like, just, what accent? Oh, she does accents all the time. She does. Look, I live in borderline Chinatown, bro. so it's like kind of always yeah. on, you know, my brain. So um, I, I, hold on, I did pull up okay. that map though. Mm. 
So it looks like 52%, and this is a .gov, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're not just Googling again, guys. Mm-hmm. The South made, makes up 52% of new HIV cases. Yes. And um, it looks like Georgia's the highest, then Florida, then Louisiana. Some of the lowest that I see. Like, DC, probably like Utah or probably something. Some states DC where I, is high I as fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looks like Utah, Wyoming is 1.7, the Middle, lowest. Midwest, bro. Um, let's see what else. California. But do you want to go there? Yeah, right. Arkansas. I mean, Samoa I mean, has, it's like zero. Who? Samoa. Samoan Islands. Samoa. Oh. Um, but but my thing is, like, why Rico's- be worried about the map when we know that, like, condoms are so effective? Oh, do you know I'm what not mean? just saying that, but I, I am curious to know is, like, Yeah, that's where true. But, you know, where it's so spreading the least. I want to go ahead and um, get into our home mail now. Before we get into the home mail, can you guys please read your shirt? Because I think oh. it's awesome. And I think this is also why I chose this. We want to shout out Kayla Robinson from Greenbox Green Shop. Shop. Hey. Send us free stuff. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, though we have uh, the why be racist, sexist, homophobic, or transphobic when you could just be quiet shirts on. The one that Frank Ocean wore at like Panorama. And then that's when she blew up. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, by the way, Kayla, love thank you. I did not know your name or Instagram. <laughs> Kayla, I just said to these girls and they walked in, I'm like, I feel like I have a shirt like this. And it. she came to the Zozo Talk in Miami and handed me some shirts. I've been wearing them. And I'm like, I don't know who to tag. Yeah. Green Box Shop. I, I think yeah. they're super so dope. So thank you, Green Box Shop. So, you guys check them out. So the home mail for this week, by the way, guys, if you guys want to send in your home mail, you can email us at horribledecisions at gmail.com. So it says, what's up, fam? I love the podcast. Mandy, I appreciate your organization. And Wheezy, I admire your perspective. Together, you guys make a dope team. Okay, so to the meat. I met this Sag off Tinder. Oh, no. Let's call her Sour Patch. I mean, she was right. The right mix of feminine and masculine energy. Sweet pussy. I couldn't ask for anything more. We've been talking for just a few months, but the chemistry was undeniable. She's from another state, so she flew in for the weekend. We've seen each other on four occasions now. Shit, I thought we had a great time. Art exhibit, movies, pool. I mean, we was chilling. Backstory. <laughs> I'm married, currently separated, living in a different state for the last six months, and she's been single for five years. I probably could have started with that, huh? Anyway, so on the last night, I asked her, do you see this going anywhere? Her reply was some nigga shit. Ooh. She said, I'm here with you, enjoying our time. Oh, no. <laughs> I expressed that I just wanted to... <laughs> she likes getting... Right. Right. That's all it is. I expressed that I just wanted to match where she is, continue to get to know her, but I just don't know what's doing too much or saying too much. I haven't been single in a long time. I thought she understood. Hindsight, I know she was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. That night ended in cuddles. Then when I dropped her off at the airport, the hug was long and the kiss was sweet. She let me know when she got she let me know when she got back the next day I didn't hear anything which is normal behavior from her I wasn't tripping I just saw her the following day I'm blocked on social media and she blocked my number no no. warning no nothing I'm actually writing this on day two of her ghosting she's not coming back I'm not going to lie it took me back a little like finding out you got stung by a bee while you was trying to enjoy an ice cream cone during her visit we made plans together to come to the live show in Atlanta I have two tickets and now no date (laughs) um I think this girl wrote me. She was like, yo, can I turn my ticket in for VIP? Yes, you can. I don't know your name. Yes. Um, she wants to take a picture with us. Of Whoever's course. at the door, go up and be like, I'm the whole male. And then sincerely newly ghosted. <laughs> um, and then I think it's so I, I thought it was just an interesting letter um, that that she sent in. 
of course, honey, go ahead and holla at us. It's cold. It's a cold, cold world. But I think it's interesting, um, and it just made me think that I don't think a lot of us say what we want in the beginning of things, and yeah. we let things roll, and when things start getting good, maybe we do start applying pressure to situations where the other person isn't wanting pressure, the other person doesn't want a relationship, and they're just enjoying your company. Yeah. But unfortunately, when we enjoy someone's company, now we just want to be with them. And right. it's like, can we be with you now? Do we match? Are we going to be married? Like, are we? Can you be my girlfriend? Can you be my boyfriend? And unfortunately, it does kind of scare people away, um, often more times than not. So thank you for your homel. Um, wanted to just read that. I thought it was interesting. And we will be seeing you in Atlanta, honey. Just know that. Um, so before we... You'll be a new person there. Yeah. Oh, there's a ton of people. I did want to say that. Gay uh, as fuck at our show. <laughs> where? In Atlanta. Like, Dog, yeah, they all great. be trying to eat Weezy Pussy. Like, they be yeah, going up the on black the mic. Pride. Like, so, oh, no. Well, our fucking Horrible Decisions shows are fucking I'm gonna be, uh, Honestly, <laughs> I, I haven't had like one live show I've done in the last four live shows. Or any kind of Q and A I've done where someone hasn't asked to fuck me on the mic, either on with, the mic? With, with their partners. Oh, we get a lot of <laughs> yeah. like. And um, shout out to Blog Melon and Milk. She actually bought me like Dominatrix lingerie Ooh. for my Atlanta show. We have okay. dope ass um, followers. But I guess Shoot again, before we before we <laughs> sign off, um, where can our listeners maybe reach out to you, or where can they get further information on prep and HIV? If you can go ahead and drop that. Okay, so um, you guys can follow our page for anything prep HIV related. It's called at sippin and spillin. So S I P P I N. Definitely one of us got to go. Sounds fun. Yeah, and then spillin S P I L L I N. So no G's. Um, and then my personal Instagram is J Ara. So J A Y underscore E R A H H. My Instagram, <laughs> my Instagram is at M O M O Momo underscore Bologna B O L O G N A. I was like gonna say you know you can't spell Bologna, bitch. Bologna, Bologna. That's what, I mean. It's like the Oscar Mayer Arena song. We all knew that, right? Did we? B O L O G N A. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Girl, just okay. say <laughs> <laughs> um, And again, we want to go ahead and shout out to everyone who's coming to see us on tour. Um, 420. We are. Um, we're in Houston. 223. We're going to be Stop in, to get us high, by in the way. Atlanta. What? Everybody in Texas is writing me like, we. Oh, it's 420. They all ready to get oh, us fucking high, high, bro. High, bro. By the way, for all of y'all that. Um, I do just want to say this. So Atlanta was not a show that we added a show to, nor did we switch anything around. So unfortunately, we are not giving you refunds because you want to go see B2K, bitch. We going to come out to B2K for that ass, okay? Ooh. We going to sit here and give okay. you all that. So for those that are just saying, I can't make it anymore, I'm sorry. Um, just wanted to throw that out there. Oh, um, well, it was in the fine print. We're not accepting refunds. Um, oh but God, I just wanted to print. throw that out there. <laughs> Relax, um, bitch. Well, I'm just saying. Also, By the way, we have like $30 to $5 tickets ranging from $35 to $50, and V2K is like $400. Like $200. Yes. Like, what? I, I saw $400. $125. I saw people see They paid I didn't like $600. I, I saw it. They had a promo code. Yeah, the yeah, pre-sale. So we talking about regular people who just buy shit. We're not waiting on the computer for V2K. They ain't Beyonce. She like, I got. A ticket. I don't and care. That's my only childhood. one I got for free. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna bring scissors to the show. I'm gonna buy the ticket. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Bitch, that shit was 380. And I was yeah, like, guess no. what? I'm only one call was away, bitch. Right. Call me. No, like even so they're having at the Hulu at the Hulu theater here. Yeah, um, but, um, but they're doing which, by the way, um 
we're looking to be doing our New York show the same day as the B2K yeah, concert show. But it so will be 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock. And it's yes. very close to the venue. So, so you, you guys can do both. Yeah, we're going to walk. Do It'll do be both. a pregame. That's um, my birthday yeah, weekend. We're, so we're looking yeah. forward to be there on tour. <laughs> if you're in Toronto, y'all, we did push that back to May 18th. And we are still working on Miami and LA venues. So we are sorry Hello. for the change. But unfortunately, with you know, we, we work out of theaters. And so if like someone books the week, it's, it's very difficult with us to get one day on the weekend and they, yeah but I do want to shout out to um, our Patreon listeners so everyone that's heard this next episode sorry but for the rest of you motherfuckers you'll have a small clip enjoy this um, also if you think that the episode you just listened to was great thank you if you think you could have done something better to help out with it call us at the $15 tier on Patreon after four months we send out merch as well as call listeners for outline feedback and for help you can pretty much produce an episode with us $5 a month you get three bonus episodes per month that's going to come out every Monday right after the show so if you want some more go on Patreon and you'll have a new episode waiting for you right now holla this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions bye last person I dated who was black before my Current girlfriend Isis, uh, she had dated other Asians previously. Cause so this is a thing. I, didn't I think even it just hap- happens to be whatever is available. Cause in the Bay Area, I think maybe <laughs> <laughs> there's just a surplus of Asian dudes. There's a lot of Asian dudes and a whole lot of black women. You I both? don't know if there's a whole lot of black women. Oh, there is, awesome. The Bay Area is asking us to come, and they all black. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, the Bay yeah, Area I haven't seen many. You black guys women. met in Cali. Yeah, so yes. you moved here together. How long have you been yes. together? Two years. Wow. Wow. Two years, and y'all moved cross country together. Now let me ask. Wow. You made some jokes that I thought were great about your parents asking, or I don't know if it was true, but the color of the skin. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right. How dark things like that. Yeah. Colorism is a big thing. And you talk about that a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. Dating a black woman and if right. they were like, how, how black? Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's how, that's legit. My mom did ask, how black is your girlfriend? And I had to show her a picture of ISIS. And then she said, oh my God, that's too black. She Whoa! said that. So let me ask you real quick, because we're getting into this. Yes. What was your response? Did he? Clearly you've heard this because he done said this on stage. Yeah, yeah. What was your response to that? Well, I was expecting it anyway. So I was prepared for it. We talked about this, like, I think on our, like, first date. We yeah, already I got there. This is like my mom's racist. In, we're going to have to get into the parent thing, the friend thing, what you guys think. That's going to be our horrible decision, guys, if you you guys haven't pointed yet. But we're going to go ahead and jump into Vanilla Shit. We're going to kind of yeah. make it make it a little so couple Isis, conversation. you've never heard from our show, yes. I, uh, Vanilla Shit is basically where we find an article or pick something that's going on in the news current related to sex. Yes. And, so as y'all know, and and actually Weezy was like, yeah, we kind of got to talk about this. And I don't know how late we're going to be when this fucking posts. But as y'all know, um, our queen. Well, I guess she's not really our queen. Excuse but me, Beyonce. I like her, not Beyonce, bitch. My bad. Okay, our princess. Um, Cardi B <laughs> broke up with um, Offset. Off the knob. And so they're no longer together. Did you guys see her did you post guys... that video? Now, someone said, oh, wow, she's topless and doing a customer service voice. <laughs> so basically, we not together. And, you know, we tried to make a work. Um, but, yeah, like, I love when ratchet people do that. Try to sound not, It's the best. Not, I called T-Mobile yeah. the other day screaming. She was like, well, ma'am, I'm going to really try to get this together for you. So I just hope that you relax. You know she was black. <laughs> Damn, I might have to switch to T-Mobile. <laughs> Everyone, sorry, the Indians pick up when I call for my. Every well, they all out. Well, the thing is, like most customers. Hello, I am like, Ashley. No, that's... you're not. Well, a lot of them are Filipino, though. 
Filipino Filipinos got good English, bitch. They do, but you can also hear when it's like a Filipino trying to do, you know, your (laughs) thank you, ma'am, for calling American Express. You're right, bitch. You're right. I mean, we sound terrible. Y'all go all the Asians about to unfollow us. We're not going to be your friends no more. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so I wanted to talk about, because we haven't had a couple in a while. I don't think we've had a couple maybe since the Swinger episode. Um, So before we get into these questions regarding the breakups and, you know, maybe the last straw, are you guys monogamous? Yes. Yes. You guys are monogamous. Oh, so this is going to be fun as fuck. (laughs) Okay, well, are you a monogamish? Would you cheat together like a threesome? No, I would we're not. pretty regular. Yeah, so she regular was, I love it. She was like, no. no. That was a loud side. Don't even bring this shit up, ho. Don't even know why. You know, y'all got the whole show. <laughs> bitch. You got to break them up. <laughs> you got to move back cross country. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 